In today's show, we're going to learn Hilchus Brachis Perik Yud in the final Perik Yud Aleph, and the first Perik of Hilchus Mila. <clears throat> in Perik Yud, the Rambam is going to go through many Brachis that one comes across on different situations. There are many Brachis that don't have the Lashon Baruch Atah Hashem at the beginning or the end of the Brachah. That were established by the Chachamim that are Shevach by Hidol Gosh Baruch Hu as a way of giving thanks and praise to the Ebishlik. May Brichas of Tefila, Shikfar Kasabnum, for example, the Brachas of Tefila that were already written above, the Elohein, and we have a couple of examples that the Ramam gives us. A Bayram by his Chadash, one buys a new house, a Kenna Kem Chadashim, purchases new vessels, new items, Ben Yeshlik, creates a Bahin Ben Enri, whether he does have these items in stock or doesn't, Mavarich makes a Brachah Baruch of Hashem, and Kenna Melchelum, Shechayonu, Kimonu, Vigiyonu, Mizman Hazer. Person who sees his colleague after 30 days, from not seeing him, should make the bracha shechiyonu. If no lachos, he must chedish. Sees him after 12 months. Mavarich baruch atah Hashem mechay hamesin. Rei priem es chedish mishanu l'shanu b'tchilus riyase. A person who sees a fruit that grows only during specific seasons of the year should make the bracha when he sees it. Mavarich shechiyonu and make the bracha shechiyonu. Our meaning is to make the shechiyonu when we consume the fruit. Machagim moshoma shmua toiva. A person hears a good news. Mavarich baruch atah Hashem kenam l'chayim matoiva hamitiv. A person is obligated to, to bench Lebisher on the bad news with a positive spirit in the same way that one rejoices over hearing good news. Part of the, the additional dimension of Ahava, of loving Lebisher that we're commanded, is even when to us is, we seem to be in a stressful situation. We should praise the Ebesher and uh, in a joyful manner. A person had good news that reached him. Even though that at the end of the line, this good news could bring some bad news along with it. person has bad news. Even if it could be that at the end of the day, it could be good for him. Because the person only makes a bracha on what's happening now, but not what might happen in the future. If a of rain fell, he has a field that requires rain, makes a bracha. If the field was in partnership with him, someone else, mainly, if he has no. Field. When does one recite the bracha over rain? When sufficient water, when enough water covers the face of the earth. Because of the rain, it creates ripples. And these bubbles begin to flow one into another. If one was had the news that his my father passed away and that he inherited him, if he has as who are going to inherit with him, makes first on inheriting the fortune. If he has no brothers, the Ramam summarizes the matter as follows. Any good news that involves him and somebody else, anything that is specifically beneficial for him alone, individuals who are required to give thanks to the sick person who, healed, who became healed, 
inmates who left prison, those who uh, descend into the sea once they reach dry land, those who travel, those who travel and reach a settlement. He has to give thanks in front of a quorum of ten men. The minimum plural is two. The kates of Maita, the kates of Mavarik. How does he give thanks and bless? Aymed they name Mavarik. He stands, he stands amongst them. And he makes the bracha baruch Hashem. Kenem malchem gemel malchem tevish shugmalani kol tev. Chol Hashemim aymrim those who hear respond by saying shugmalchol tev hud malchosano. Machetes roi makim shnasu nisan misra. One who sees a place where miracles occurred for the Yidden. Kugan yamsuf from Abri se Yadin. Example the yamsuf and the passage where the Yidden crossed the Yadin. Aymed baruch Hashem. The same bracha applies when he comes across a place where miracle happened for many yidn. But the place in which miracle happened for an individual, him, his son, and his grandson, make the bracha. If it's not him but his son or grandson, he says. One who sees the lime pit in which Daniel was thrown, or the fiery furnace in which Shehushlach by Chanan Mishal and Azariah were thrown into, Mavarich makes a bracha baruch to Hashem alakenu malachoyelam. Shal sanis latzadikim b'makim zareim mekim sheivden be'akum. Person who sees a place in which they serve false idols, Mavarich baruch to Hashem alakenu malachem. Shonotzen erech apayim lo ivrei hiratzeni makim shnekrim imenu akum. If a place he passes through a place in which idolatry was. Uprooted in Beretz Yisrael, if it's in the Holy Land, Mavarich Barich Shakir Akum Meyatzenu. If it's outside in the diaspora, Mavarich Shakir Akum Meyatzenu. For Imre B'Shtein, and he says, following the bracha, either in Yisrael in the Chutzlaris, as Kshem Shakatu, Makim Zekach Takim and Kol Makemis, the Tashu Levi Avdeim Ravdecha. Achayud Harayi Bati Yisrael Bishuvon. Yid who sees a Jewish settlement, Mavarich makes the bracha Barachat Hashem like Kedem Alchaylam Matzuv Golamone. But Rabbanon, but if he sees him in his destruction. One who sees a Jewish grave, a Jewish graves, Mavarik Bachtashem, Makedam Hilma Shiatzer Eskamadin, Don Eskamadin, Hikul Eskamadin, Vehemis Eskamadin, Vuasa, the Hokim Eskamadin, Chai Hoidam Haba, Barakatashem, Machai Hamas, Machid Alfarish, Shishme Salafadim Kachot. When one sees 600,000 people at the same time, Imakom Him, if it's a congregation of idolaters, Oemi says, Baishim Machem, Baishim Chemet, Hofre, Yeladatchem, Hineachis, Gemitbar Tsivarov. If it's a gathering of 600,000, he recites the secrets of each individual. One who sees the wise of the, of the nations of the world. If he sees a Jewish king, if he sees a non-Jewish king of Arish, Nasa Mikvede, but Basar Vadam, Lachid Beis, Araya, Sakushi, one sees a Kushite, Vesamashun, Betsuris Penem, or those who have strange looking faces, or Ibevreim, or strange looking limbs, Mavarak Bachta Hashem, Lakena Machelam, Shana Sabri, Sreya Sumer, one who sees a person who is blind, or Kitea, or one legged, or Mukashrin, person whose skin has boils, or Boyhak, or Boyhakanin, or different white blotches and patches on his skin, Vachayitzabhen. If he was born with these defects, Mavarich Mashana Sabris, Horeis a pill when he sees an elephant, as a cave for monkeys, a kifek for an owl, Oime Barach Mashana Sabris, Vachet Gimel, Horei Bries, Nice, Mr. Connors, the Yeser, one who sees beautiful and, and, and uh, creatures that are pleasant to the eyes, Vilanis Teves, and beautiful trees, 
Mevarich, Shekach Eloi Beilomah Yitzel Asad Yisrael Ginois, when it goes out to the fields and gardens, Miami Nisan, during the time of Nisan, during the spring, Varai Ilonis Pechis, and he sees trees that are blossoming, Vinitzanim Eilum, and buds that are sprouting, Mevarich Bach Dashem, Kenem Achayim, Shechis Abelomikum, Varai Beiris Tevis, Varai Tevis, Venois Ketel Hoyis Behem Beniyad, for it's Mashman that the Ramam holds that the Bichas Ilonis is Dafkon fruit trees. Achidal Al Ruchis Shunashvo Bezaf, one experiences winds that are blowing extremely. Power, extremely powerful winds that are blowing. Val brakim lightning. Val and thunder. and a noise, an echo that can be heard within the ground. like the similar to the sound of a mill. Val and a light in the sky. like stars that seem to be flying from place to place, otherwise known as uh, comets, uh, um, shooting stars. Or comets, a kalechad meelo each on once with when witnessing each of these occurrences, mavarich barach shakeche ukvrasim ala elam vibratsim mavarich once he can make the brach of esabereshes. Lachdazav al heharim when once he's mounting from the voice or hills of yamim seas of the various deserts from the haris and rivers, mirachas mehen mishloshim yom mishloshim yom. If he sees them after thirty days, mum mavarich esabereshes arayis ayamagadol. One who sees the Mediterranean Sea mishloshim yom mishloshim yom thirty days after having seen it, thirty days ago or more. The moon after it has been renewed in its new cycle, Standing. One who recites a bracha on the moon, and it's appropriate time. Kilo hikvul pnei is considered as if he has greeted the Eibush's presence. Imloi not recite the bracha on the first night of the sighting of the new moon. You can make the brach until the middle of the month, to the 16th of the month, until the moon becomes full. One who sees the sun on the day of the vernal equinox, that is when spring begins. And the beginning of the 28th year cycle of the sun, this Shatkufa Betchilas Lorvi. Now the Rambam inserts that the that Kufa actually occurs on the night preceding the day which we would recite the bracha. When he sees the sun, the, the, a couple hours later during the day, when it's, uh, the sun is rising, when the moon comes back um, to the beginning of the mazal of Aries, in the beginning of the month, and it doesn't tilt either northward or southward, as we know that the moon has a rotation around the earth. And this rotation varies on degrees based on its based on the constellation that uh, it would be currently at. But being that Aries is at zero degrees, so that's when that's what the Ram is referring to that it's not in a tilt to north or south. When any of the five other celestial beings, the five that were known then to the Rambam, such as Mars and uh, Saturn, etc., 
when they enter when they enter the the constellation of Aries, as explained above, then they will also make the Abrach that the Rambam mentioned before. So when one sees the, the constellation of Aries rising at the beginning of the night on the eastern horizon, uh, on each of these sightings, Mavarik makes a Brach of Eisabarishis. One who sees settlement of Goisha homes, of, of uh, Goim who serve idols. Oimer, he says, Base game Yisach Hashem. If Rabbanan sees the settlement in destruction, Oimer, kill the comes Hashem, kill the comes of fear. Rav Kivri Yakum, one sees Gentile graves. Oimer, Boishoy Imchem, Moed, Vagomer. Lachachav, Nichnas Lamechet, the person who enters a bathhouse. Oimer says the following brachi: Ratzim Afanech Hashem, Lakeshet Tachnisim, Lushalim, Tetzaini, Lushalim, Tetzaini, Mizem, Keitzah, Bezalasad, Lakeshetzim. In America, when he exits the bathhouse, Oimer, Moed, Ratzim Afanech Hashem, Lakei, Shisaltani Min Hoor. Because in those days, there was a sakon involved going to the bathhouse. So when one would enter and leave, they would say these specific brachas. A person who goes to bloodlet, in those days it was a common practice that when they would make an incision and take out blood, the, their assumption was that the machlet that they had inside them would leave through the blood. So they would make a bracha. When he exits the doctor's office, one who goes to measure his silo. If he began to measure the grains, if one measured, he knows how many kilos he has. And then he asks that from the that his grains, that his measure should be plentiful. It's a tefillah in vain because he already he already measured and he knows how much he has. So to anybody who cries out to the Ebesher about an event that already happened, it's a prayer that has been uttered in vain. When one enters a house of study, when he exits, when he leaves the house of study, he has, he says another tefillah, that I have the schus to learn in base medrash, and that I don't uh, sit and waste my time in, in the uh, bars and pubs, etc. I, I arise and they arise. person enters a metropolis. If he had entered successfully in peace, when he wants to exit the city, after he exits in a peaceful manner, the general rule is as follows. The person should always cry to the Ebishter of, of future, about future possibilities. And request the Ebishter's mercy. And give thanks about what has passed. And praise and give thanks to Ebishter to his ability. Whoever praises Ebishter abundantly and to constantly praise him. This is praiseworthy behavior. In Perikid the Ram is going to continue and finish off the discussion with many different brachas 
the terms, the different lashon that we have within brachas if it's lastly so al mitzvahs. The many, all the brachas begin and, and conclude with baruch, quotes with the exception of mibracha chrenush kriyshma, the last bracha that comes after kriyshma. Bracha smuchel lechaverita, the bracha that comes right after the bracha that preceded it, that wouldn't begin with baruch atah Hashem. Ubirchas apeles, brachas on fruits, v'hadaymala, ubirchas asiyas amitzas and brachas that are. Recited before the performance of a mitzvah. From the above brachas that we mentioned and discussed before previously, that are about praise and thanks. Some begin with baruch but don't conclude with baruch. Some vice versa. There are only a minority of the brachas on the mitzvahs that begin and end with the baruch. For example, one makes a brach on the teira and when he goes to a cemetery. From the from those brachas that are from Shevach Lahidoy. Avla Shabrichas and Mitzis says the Rambam, Kulam Pesech Behem Baruch Fenei Chesim. All the other Mitzis besides for the two that the Rambam mentioned above, they all begin with Baruch but don't conclude with Baruch. Allah Chabes, Yesh Mitzvisa say, there are certain positive Mitzvis Shadam Chayv Lishtadulidif that a person has the obligation to pursue to perform them at Chiyasa Isak, again, for example, to fill in Silk of Lulav Shafer Velahin and Kren Chayva. These mitzvahs are considered a chiyuv, a chayva. But fish adam chayva called ponim lasis because a person has the obligation to fulfill them. The yesh mitzvah shein lechayva. Certain mitzvahs don't fall under this gather of chayva. Vodim not a shos. They would be, uh, they would resemble voluntary activities. You can mezuzah, for example, fixing mezuzah or maika, or fixing a roof, or fixing a fence to the roof. Shein adam chayv lishkim berbais. A person isn't obligated to dwell in a home. A chayva mezuzah that is obligated with a mezuzah. She asked him for him to fix one. If a person desired to sleep and live in a tent, so he would be on a ship, if he may do so, and that wouldn't, uh, that kind of dwelling wouldn't require him to fix him. A person isn't obligated to build a house to affix a fence to the roof. Only if he has a house, then he has to fix a fence to the roof. Every mitzvah between man and his creator, whether it is a mitzvah that is an obligation or not, they always prefaced with a brach. <coughs> so to all mitzvahs of rabbinic, of rabbinic nature, whether it be a, uh, an, an obligatory mitzvah, for example, reading Megillah, lighting the Nehru Shabbos, lighting Hanukkah, the mitzvah Shein and Chayva, mitzvahs that aren't obligatory, for example, Erev and Tilsadaim, Erev would be, there's no mitzvah to make an Erev. If you want to carry between different, chatsi, uh, different courtyards, then you would make an Erev. Tilsadaim is also a shos. You don't have dafka after eat hamaitzi. If you want to eat hamaitzi, then you wash your hands. Also, in these mitzvahs, it's prefaced with a bracha kid nasiyasim before its performance. Where do we have the tzivoy to wash our hands with light Shabbos candles? And the Torah says, Whatever the Chachamim tell you shall perform. So, the interpretation of the matters is as follows. Explains the Raman. When we say the bracha, Shekhet Shonu Bemitzvaysaf, He's made us holy with his mitzvahs. Should Tzivah Bohen is commanded, and this one of his mitzvahs are that he commanded us to shemayim eiru to listen from those. Should Tzivanu have commanded us lahadik neshachanika yulikis asam megillah lahadik to read the megillah. V'chein shah kol mitzvah shemidivri safrim. The same applies regarding all other rabbinic commandments. Rachadal v'lami mevarchen al tisudayim b'chreina. Why don't we wash? Why don't we make a bracha ma'im b'chreina? Because this this. Uh, 
behavior was instituted only on account of the danger involved. As mentioned before, if a person would not do my machrenim and would uh, touch his face or his eyes with the uh, remnants of food in his hands, it would, could cause him to, to, to become blind. It explains that any, any action that is, that is uh, in, in, inherently enacted because to, to prevent us from, uh, from uh, coming into a situation of danger, and we don't make a bracha before those behaviors. Give an example. Person who filtered water and then drank at night. Because there's a uh, there's a danger involved. Perhaps there might be a, a worm or some sort of other sea sea creature inside it. Doesn't make a bracha that we were commanded to filter the water. The same applies in all other similar situations. If it's an action that is to prevent a sakana, one does not make a bracha. When he performs a mitzvah, but does not make the bracha, if it's a mitzvah whose fulfillment is, whose, the fulfillment of the mitzvah still continues, he may make the bracha after uh, performing the action that he performed. If it's an action, if it's a mitzvah whose performance has been completed, he does not make a bracha. What, what's implied? Hereshin is hatu betzitzis. Present put on tzitzis. Shlavish tefillin. Shiashu besuke. Vlei berich tchila. But do not preface it with the with the recital of a bracha. Chayzer mavarich chashin is hatu. Makes a bracha after he he's wearing the talisa. Shaykechon b'mitzvah b'tzvah. Is hatu betzitzis. Vechem mavarich. So too makes a bracha. Shlavish la niach tefillin. Achal shiashu vleish besuke. Vechem kokiyet zebaidul. Because even after one is sitting in the sukkah wearing the tefillin, the mitzvah is that he should still be wearing the tefillin. So it's not like he performed the mitzvah and that's it. So he's able to make the bracha even if he forgot to make it before he put on the tefillin. In contrast, if one shechted an animal without making the bracha, it does not go back and make a bracha after he shechted the animal. Because once he shechted the animal, that was the ma'isa shechita, and the ma'isa is concluded. If one covered the dam of a behemoth without reciting the bracha, or he separated the, 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 the portions that are given to Kehanim and Telavim, or he went to make without making the, the correct bracha. He doesn't make a bracha after his action. Because once the action has been concluded, then there is no place for you to make a bracha. Because the bracha is always recited prior to the performance. But once the performance is finished, there's no requirement to make a bracha. There's no mitzvah which a, which a blessing is recited after its fulfillment. With the exception of the tefillah of a convert. Because he can't say before the tefillah because he hasn't become holy or been commanded to do mitzvahs until he goes to the mikveh. Therefore, the exception is by his case that only after he he dunks in the mikveh, he makes a bracha because at the outset he was unfit and unable to recite the bracha. So in this case, the, this is the only exclusion. Whenever the performance of a mitzvah constitutes the completion of one's chiyuv, he makes a bracha before performing it. Every mitzvah that uh, is followed up with another mitzvah, for example, the two uh, the two actions that are required to the fulfillment of a mitzvah, he only makes a bracha when he fulfills the final act of the mitzvah. Ketzad, what's implied? The Isis Sukkah, one who 
builds a sukkah, a lulav, or a lulav, cuts a lulav, a shafer, makes a shafer, it sits like tefillah and mezuzah. Ain't a mavarich v'shasa siya, it doesn't make a bracha when performing these items, when making, when crafting these items. Shaykh Kachonim says, it's fun, ulasi sukkah, a lulav, a lichtif tefillah, but nishi yash achra siyasi, tziviyacha, because after one writes a tefillah, there's another mitzvah to put them on. So that is the bracha that one makes on the putting on of the tefillah, and not on the making of the tefillah. V'masi mavarich, when does one make the bracha v'shash yashiv v'sukkah? When one sits in the sukkah, kishyanea halulav. When he shakes the lulav, kishish makayel shayfer. When he hits the shayfer, kishish ati betzitzes. When he dances the tzitzes, shas lavishas tefillin, mishas kviyas mezuzah. Avamasa meike. But when one makes a, when one affix a fence, this roof from varich, mishas asia, he makes the bracha during. It's a fixment. Hashem kachonim says to vitzivano, lasa is meike. Echen kol keyetze bazeh. Lachates kol mitzvah shehim is man lezman. Any mitzvah that comes from time to time and that isn't common. Again, for example, Shafer of the Sukkah of Lulav and Mikra Megillah of Nechanukah, Mechen Kal Mitzvah of a Mitzvah Shekinin Loi. Any Mitzvah that involves the acquisition of property, Kigain, purchasing Tzitzis to Tfil and Mezuzah of a Maika, Mechen Satu, Mitzvah Shena Tadira, Mitzvah that isn't common, Veena Mitzvah Yibachales, Shari Hidayim La Mitzvah Shim is Manazman, and this Mitzvah, its performance is something that is a rarity, Kigain, for example, Milas Benoi, circumcising one son of Pidan Haben and redeeming him, Mavari Chaleb Bashasasiyasa, we make a Bracha during its performance, Shehechiyanu. If one did not recite the bracha shachiyanu when making a sukkah lulav, one can recite this bracha when fulfilling the mitzvah. Whether one does a mitzvah for himself, or does a mitzvah to be yotzeh somebody else, he recites before the performance of the mitzvah. However, cannot recite the Baruch at all mitzvah only for mitzvah that he does to uh, to he, that he's performing for himself. <coughs> he has many mitzvahs in front of him. Said he should recite the Baruch over each mitzvah individually. Whether he's obligated to perform it or not. If he does it for himself, mavarich laasis, the term should be laasis, the mitzvah that he's doing. Also, isalachirim, if he's reciting this bracha or doing this mitzvah for someone else, to for the intent to pat to someone else, mavarich, the term that he uses al basia. Base case is what's implied. Lavish tefillin. If he puts on tefillin, mavarich lehoniach tefillin. Nesate betis mavarich lehisate. Yosher besoke. If he sat in the sukkah, mavarich leishu besoke. Vechinim mavarich lehadlik neshal shabbos v'ligme sahalu. Vechinim kavam mezuzah. If he fixes mezuzah, lebeisit this has mavarich lik boy mezuzah. Also, Michael agagim mavarich shekatrum says to do so. Now says Michael, hifish trum liyatzmi. If he separated the tithes from food that belonged to himself, mavarich lehafrish malis benoi. If he was mal his son, mavarich lamal seven shachet pisa v'chagigas v'shachted. Is Pesach carbon or the carbon chagiga that came that came together with it? Mavarich lishchet makes the term of the brach would be lishchet. Nochad gimel avam kav mezuzah lachirim. If he, however, fixes a mezuzah for someone else, mavarich not likvoy a mezuzah, but he makes a bracha al kviyas mezuzah. Also lohem meike if he made if if he fixed for somebody else a fence for his roof mavarich alasis meike. If it's lohem truma mavarich if he separated for them trumas mavarich he makes the bracha al hafroshes truma not lifresh truma. Mol as ben chaveri. If he circumcises Chavir's son, Mavarich al Hamila, not Lomay, Vachain, Kal, Kayetze Boedel, Nochadal, also Mitzvah Levela, Chenem Keachad. If a person performs a mitzvah on his own behalf and on behalf of somebody else simultaneously, Im Haisa Mitzvah Shena Chayva, if it's a mitzvah that is not obligatory, Mavarich al Hoasir, the Fikh, the Fogh Mavarich al Mitzvah Eidov. 
it doesn't say lasis erov, because to make an erov isn't inherently a mitzvah. If somebody wants to make one, and that's the bracha that they make. If the performance of the mitzvah was obligatory, and he had an intent to be made his own chivan, the chivan of someone else, not because he himself also wants to be yaisa the chivan. Not when one takes the lulav, not little as a lulav. Because from the moment that he picked it up, Yotzidei Chivasi has fulfilled his Chiyov. If he, however, makes a bracha before he picks up the lulav, Mavarich Litei Lulav. Just like he makes a bracha, Leishev Besoke, before one sits in the Besoke. We cannot tell me from here what can learn as follows. Shamavarich Acha Shaaseh, one makes a bracha after performing, after the performance of a mitzvah, whose performance is continuous. Mavarich Al Hoasiyah, as in the case of the lulav. When it comes to washing one's hands, being that these are matters that aren't obligatory, that aren't inherently obligatory, one doesn't have to eat a meal that has bread. If he wants to, these are, this is the way that he has to do it. Even if he for himself, so too, well, this is the this is the brach that he makes when it comes to destroying one's chametz. Ben Shabbatik leatzim, Ben Shabbatik leacherim. Whether he checked for himself or chametz of others, shemisha shagama belibay. Because from the moment one decides levatel to nullify the chametz, nasus mitzvahs habiur kredim sheyivdek. The mitzvah beard of destroying the chametz has been fulfilled even before one begins to search for the chametz. Commercials berbim kemi as we as will be explained later on. What the Rambam is saying is that because the ma'aseh of the mitzvah has been concluded before the, ch- before the person had a chance to make the barakah so the term would one one would use to make the barakah would not be le but al in the case of chametz the Ramam is saying the moment a person decides to destroy the chametz so that is the tachlis of the mitzvah but being that he has already fulfilled it so he cannot say levai because he was already a vatl the term that he would use would be al the final law and his brachas Allah design called over Shuhuminik anything that is anything that is a, a, a practice or a custom Alpish Minig Navim who even if it's a practice of the prophets began until Sadov Bishvishakh, for example, the Shmaisang of the Aravis on a Shine Rabbi in Sarochlem Minikachomin. Kagan, for example, Krisa Halobarash Hadash and Mahulu Shumacho Pesach, Ain Mavarkin Allah, we do not recite the brachah on these practices. If you ever have a doubt in Tom Brach in love that this performance requires a brach or not, it's performed without the recital of a bracha. A person should always take care to not to recite uh, brachas that are not necessary and should recite many brachas that are necessary. David, so to David, Omer, uh, it says in Tehillim, and David was the one who was masakin to say mea brachas every day. So from this passage, we can deduce that it's not that he should recite one brach every day, but one should recite mea brachas every day. Move on to Hilchis Mila. The Hagdomer of Hilchis Mila mitzvah saseyachas is one positive mitzvah. He lomel has chorin b'mishmini to circumcise males on the eighth day. Very mitzvah prokem evo. This mitzvah will be explained in the following prokem. Perik aleph falach aleph mila mitzvah saseyachavon lekaris. Mila is a positive mitzvah whose negation of its fulfillment. Is punishable by Karis, Shinemar Varo Zacha Shalayimas Bissarlas, Benichsa Nefshahim Amel, Mitzvah Laav Lomas Benoi, to Mitzvah and comment on the father to circumcise his son, Valhorav Lomas Avodov, and on the master to circumcise his servants, 
If the father or the master don't circumcise the ones who they have to give a bris to, they have negated the fulfillment of a positive mitzvah but they're not liable to the punishment of chorus. Because the punishment of chorus is contingent solely on the person himself who requires the bris being taken. Uh, the court is required to to give a bris to that son or to that to that boy or to that servant um, in the time that the is supposed to receive the bris and not to leave any uncircumcised males amongst Yisrael or their servants. We do not give a bris to someone's son without his consent or his knowledge, unless the person who had to give the bris. Um, did not do so intentionally. So based in, in that case, based in Malonais of Al the court must give a bris to that child against the father's will. The Salma based in if the matter didn't come known to the court and um, the father did not circumcise him, when the son grows up, he's mukhif to give a bris to himself. Maybe that passes with him not giving a bris to himself, or delaying the bris, he negates the fulfillment of a positive mitzvah. But the punishment of Karis is only liable until he passes away, having intentionally not failed to perform the mitzvah. Whether it be a servant who's born uh, within the, uh, as the property of the master, or servant who was purchased from non Jews, the master of the servant is obligated to give him a bris. A servant who is born in his household is given a bris on the eighth day of Miknas Kesef, and a servant he purchases Nimo Biyim Shenilkach is given a bris on the day of the purchase. Even if he is purchased on the day he is born, that Evid receives a bris on the day that he is born. There are those servants who, who, who are purchased to receive a bris on the eighth day, and there are those who are born within one's household who are given a bris on the day that they're born. Kate said what is implied. One purchases a maidservant, and additionally, purchases the rights to her fetus separately, and she gave birth. This infant is given a bris on the eighth day, even though he purchased this fetus independently. And this fetus is an independent purchase, so ideally it would require bris on day one of its birth. But being that he purchased its mother before this baby was born, he's given a bris on the eighth day. If a person purchased the maidservant for the intent of purchase of acquiring her offspring, purchased the maidservant with the intent that he would not make her take a uh, uh, um, uh, go to a mikvelashimavdos. Even if this baby is born in his domain, he is given a bris on the day that he is born. This baby that is born, it's considered as if he purchased solely the baby, and the day that he was born was as if that was the day that he was purchased, because he didn't purchase the mother, which would have given the baby the status of a lid bias, rather the baby is given the status of a miknas kesef. Because the mother doesn't fall under the category of a Jewish maidservant for the son to be considered a lid bias. So that was considered the miknas kesef and is given a bris on the day that he's born. If the mother goes to mikvah, the maidservant goes to mikvah after he's born, 
the child should be given a bris on the eighth day. If a person purchases a, a servant from Gentiles, and the servant does not want to receive a bris, we try to persuade him for 12 months. Yes, okay, but more than 12 months, also we're forbidden to um, maintain him if he is uncircumcised. We may we must sell him back to the Gentiles. If the condition was set at the onset, whilst he was still at his original non-Jewish master, that the Jewish master who will purchase the servant will not give him a bris, is permitted to keep him as such, even though he is uncircumcised. Provided that he will accept upon himself the seven Noachide laws, and he will thus receive the status of a Gerteshev. If he does not receive, if he does not take upon himself the Sheva Mitzvah, just the Etzem, Menias Hakabale, Yoharig Miyad, makes him liable for the death penalty. If Ein Makabal Gerteshev says that we do not receive the Gerteshev, El Bismarck Yevonayik, only when the laws of Yevon are in effect. When a convert enters Klai Yisrael, Chayv Milat Chila, he's obligated to undergo a bris. Number one, if he had the bris while he was still a guy, it's necessary to extract blood on the day that he converts. So to cotton if a miner is born with a bris, it's required to extract blood on the eighth day. And Regenus, a person who was born with both male and female parts, requires a bris on the eighth day. A child who was born. Uh, through a C-section, one who has two foreskins, both are circumcised on the eighth day. The bris is only performed during the day after sunrise. This applies whether it be on the eighth day, which is the required time to give the bris, or whether it not be on the eighth day, which is from the ninth day and on. And by Yom Velo Bilaida, the teacher said bris is given at day, not at night. If he, however, he prefaced the bris by dawn, kosher, the bris is acceptable. For Cholhayim says that I'm an entire day kosher, the is fit to give the bris. Nevertheless, mitzvah it's a mitzvah to preface the bris at the beginning, as, as early as, as, as in the days possible, because there's an union of being zarist to being mekai mitzvah. When the bris is performed at its appropriate time, on the eighth day, it supersedes the iser of Malacha. Of Shabbos, but if it's not performed on the eighth day, Shabbos of It doesn't supersede the Easter of Shabbos and Yom Tov. another point: whether the bris is done on the eighth day or after the eighth day, it always supersedes the Easter of Tzeras. Ketzad explains the If there was a certain simon of Tzeras on the foreskin, it's removed when he cuts off the arla. Even though the removal of a simon of Tzeras. Is a violation of a negative commandment. Nevertheless, the Asev Bris supersedes the observance of the Laysasei. Just like the Bris, giving a Bris to children, supersedes the Isra of Malachim Shabbos, so to the Brisin of servants who are given a Bris on the eighth day, also supersedes the Isra of Malachim Shabbos, if their eighth day falls on Shabbos. With the exception of Mihil Bayes, a child who was born within the Master's. Domain, whose mother did not go to mikvah for the sake of shifchos, until the child was born. Even though the child receives a bris on the eighth day, as mentioned before, this eighth day bris doesn't supersede the prohibition of Malach and Shabbos. The child is born with a bris, the child was born in the eighth month 
of pregnancy. Before his, his body, his limbs have been completely formed, because at that stage he's considered a stillborn, because he cannot self-sustain. If a child born through C-section, someone has two foreskins, the bris doesn't supersede the provision of not doing Malach on Shabbos, given a bris the next day on Sunday, which is the ninth day since they were born. Which is a period where it's undetermined whether it's considered day or night. We count from the night, the beginning of the eighth day, and he's given a bris on the ninth day, which could be the eighth day. He's not given a bris the following week on Shabbos, rather the next day on Sunday. Because the prohibition of doing Malach and Shabbos isn't superseded in a doubtful situation. Child who is born in the eighth month of pregnancy, if his nails and hair completely formed, is considered a completely formed baby. Ben Shiva, and he has the status of a child who was born in the seventh month of pregnancy. Rather, his birth was delayed. He's permitted to be moved on Shabbos. He doesn't have the gather of a stone, i.e., Muxa. If that's if that is the eighth day from his birth, if he's born and his hair is incomplete, and his nails haven't been completely formed, he's considered a a, a, a child born in the eighth month from the pregnancy, which now is in the time he's supposed to be born. He's supposed to be born a month later, and he was born before the, before the due date, the expected date. He has the gather of this case as a stone, and he's forbidden to be moved on Shabbos. Because, if he lived for 30 days, he's considered a child. Uh, who is self-sustaining and he's not considered a muqsa and he has a gather of every other baby that is born because whenever a human child lives more than 30 days it's no longer considered a stillborn the child is born in the seventh month of gestation if all his limbs are fully formed he's considered a, a child who is healthy and full and we give him a bris on the eighth day if his eighth day of birth falls out to be on Shabbos, Safag bin Shiva, Safag bin Shemayin, if it's doubtful whether he was born from the seventh or the eighth day from the beginning of the pregnancy, Malon Esa bin Shabbos, he's given a bris on Shabbos, I'll call upon him. bin Shiva, because if he's really born from the seventh month of pregnancy, Vashalim Hu, and all his limbs are formed in, in a complete way, Bedin Hu Shiit Shabbos. The din is, he should be Dei Shabbos, and Mitaka should give him a bris. Vim bin Shemayin Hu, and if he's a baby that's born in the eighth month, Harizah Shemal, the male who's giving the bris is as if he's, he's he's slicing raw uh, um, raw flesh, raw, raw meat. Because it's considered a stillborn. So in any event, we always give him a bris on the eighth day, if the eighth day falls out on Shabbos. If a child's head emerges from the, the birth canal, on Friday, even if he only went out entirely Friday night, we do not give him a bris, the following Shabbos, which would be the eighth day from Friday. Anyone does not, anyone whose bris does not supersede the prohibition of doing Malach on Shabbos, does not supersede the Yis of doing Malach on the first day of Yom Tev, however, he does supersede the prohibition of doing Malach on the second day of Yom Tev. With exclusion, says the Rambam, 
when it comes to the two days of Rosh Hashanah, he never has the bris on either the first or the second day of Rosh Hashanah. So to one who is having his bris, not on the eighth day of birth, from birth, his bris doesn't supersede the, the Isir of either days of Rosh Hashanah. A person who is sick, he shouldn't be given a bris until he regains his health. We count from the day that he becomes, that he regains his strength. Seven full days of 24-hour cycles. And after he's given a bris, when he recovers from a high fever or any illness similar to this. But if his eyes hurt, when his eyes open and he and they heal, he's given a bris immediately. A child whose complexion was very yellowish on the eighth day, shouldn't be given a bris. Until the, his, the, his blood recovers, um, his complexion returns uh, to that of an ordinary child. If his uh, complexion was overly red. <clears throat> to the extent that it seems like somebody called him red. Should be given a bris until the blood is absorbed into his in, into his body. And his complexion returns uh, like all other babies. Because this is an example of sickness. Great care must be taken regarding this matter. If a woman gave a bris to her son and he died because the bris took away all his koyach, all the son's strength, she gave a bris to her second son, and the second son also died because of the bris. Whether this be a woman whose sons died from a first or second marriage, she should not give a bris to her third son on the eighth day from birth. We wait until the child grows. And gains more strength. You only give a bris to a child who has no sickness. Says the Raman two reasons. Because when it comes to a life threatening situation, that always supersedes everything, even mitzvahs of the Torah. And the second aspect says the Raman, one is always able to perform a bris later on. And because the union of the bris explains the Rebbe, is that it's Megala, something that already exists. It's Megala, the Neshom, that always existed. So it's Payal, even the Mafreya. The Haino, that being, that one can never, the, the, the Pashup Shat is that it's impossible to bring back a single uh, Yiddish Neshama back to life. But in this context, the Rebbe explains that because the Inun of the Bris is that it's Megala, something that always existed, you can never remove the connection of the Yid to the Ebishter. So therefore, even though the Bris is after the eighth day, it's Poyal Mafreya, because it was Megala, something that always existed.